Wait, hold on. Is this the rehearsal or is this the show? Oh, I better do the tease then. Do you seriously think you're smarter than the average Trump voter? What do you mean Steven Spielberg's daughter's doing porn? And Fish B gets very personal with Bob. Really, Fish B? Again? Day after day after day. I mean, sure, you're an extra-dimensional musical genius. Hot lead, by the way. But uh, day after day after day. We'll get to the fishbowl in un momo, but first... The tease from last night, I think, is actually a really important question, so let's deal with this first. Why do you think the Democrats seem so damn depressed? Because there is kind of a weird sense of despair amongst many, many Democrats right now. Unless, of course, you're on Team Bernie. If you're on Team Bernie, you are ecstatic. The revolution is here. You feel so good that pants are optional. You're hard and you're wet for Bernie and you want the world to know. But that's Team Bernie. And Team Bernie is only a third of the Democratic Party. The reason Democrats not on Team Bernie seem so damn depressed is everyone not on Team Bernie. They're scared to death that they don't see a candidate that they are even kind of confident that can beat Trump. Biden is just bumbling and floundering around. Mayor Pete is too inexperienced, isn't connecting with minorities, and the uncomfortable truth no one talks about with strangers is the current temperature of homophobia in America is impossible to measure. Is being gay a net negative or a net positive? It's an issue. It's like before we elected our first black president. Klobuchar has no name recognition, also hasn't connected with minorities, and no one can imagine her packing arena after arena across the country. She's many things. Electric isn't one of them. Elizabeth Warren is liked but can't even maintain momentum through Iowa and New Hampshire, let alone until November 3rd. Then you got Bloomberg, who's a former Republican. He's a plutocrat, a billionaire extraordinaire, Mr. Stop and Frisk. And then there's like new audio every other day of him saying something racist or misogynistic. And two thirds of Bernie's one third of the party will never, ever, ever Vote for Bloomberg. And then you factor in that many Democrats, I think, are still shell-shocked by Hillary's loss last time. When every single poll and every single prognosticator had her winning in a landslide. Don't even bother watching the election. Nothing to see here. It's Hillary's. It's all Hillary's, right? Iowa was a bad omen. It's a bad way to start, that Iowa was. And lastly, I think the Democrats are still spoiled rotten by Barack Obama. He is the Michael Jordan of politics. You know how good he had to be to be the first African-American elected president of the United States? So much better than everyone else. 
there's an election knocking at the door and Barack Obama not walking through. That's why the Democrats are so damn depressed. And now, Fishby, let us begin the fishbowl the only way we know how with question one. What was the highlight of the Nevada Democratic debate? Um, khakis? Uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Steyer, I was wrong last week. He, he's not in the debate. Tom Steyer not in the debate, and Tom Steyer's pissed about it, but no one cares that he's pissed about it because he's Tom Steyer. Uh, I'm actually currently recording... Uh, the debate. So anything important will be in chapter 416, where once again, we attempt to make the impossible possible and do a TBT 17 questions in 17 minutes. That is uh, forthcoming manana. Uh, this is not the last debate, though, before Super Tuesday on March 3rd, when California, Texas, and a whole bunch of other states vote. Uh, CBS has a debate next Tuesday, the 25th, which is, it'll be in South Carolina before the South Carolina primary. And, uh, that also is, uh, that's Mardi Gras. That's, uh, that's Fat Tuesday. Another debate. What's next? Is Bernie's reversal on his medical records a total Trump move? Yes. Yes, it's totally a Trump move. It's totally spicious. I'm spicious. Aren't you spicious? I mean, Bernie is 78 years old. He'll be 79 before the election. The man's a Virgo. He just had a heart attack. And you can't say that you'll release your medical records and then say, never mind, I have this note here from my primary care physician. It's just not going to work. It's one thing to break campaign promises after you get elected. Everyone does that. They're politicians. Like, that we could, that would be okay. But this, this is not okay. This is, this is not right. It's quite another to break campaign promises before the third state has voted in the primary. It's a total Trump, Bernie. It's a total Trump. What's next, Fishby? Is Steven Spielberg's daughter seriously doing porn, or is this an internet hoax? This is not a hoax. The young woman's name is Michaela Spielberg, beautiful young girl. She's adopted. She's 23. She operates under the porn name Sugar Star. Not making that up. All this is true. Sugar Star. She exclusively does solo work so far, and that seems to be the realm that she likes to, she likes to operate. Uh, she considers her breasts her moneymakers and is hinting that fetish work is in her future. She currently lives in Nashville, and she's desperately trying to get her exotic dancer license which apparently, for some reason, is something you have to get in Nashville. 
Blame it on the Bible Belt in Tennessee. Stripper licenses are tough to come by. The thing I don't like about this story, she she's 23, remember? Like, we just talked about it, like, 20 seconds ago. 23! Engaged to a 47-year-old. Not always creepy, but certainly suspicious. I'm suspicious again. But her parents... Mr. and Mrs. Steven Spielberg are reportedly intrigued. That's the quote, intrigued and supportive of her new career. And Michaela Spielberg, I'm rooting for her. Sex work is real work. And plus, before the Spielbergs adopted her, she was abused as a kid. And then after she grew up, I mean, she's only 23, but after she's a grown-up, she, she battled addiction significantly and mental health issues. She's borderline personality disorder. And she says for the first, life, first time in her entire life that she's feeling empowered. And I say, go get them. All you, Michaela. That's all you. Well done. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, geez, here we go. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Have you ever had someone measure your perineum? And what did you talk about at the psychologist today? Great, Fish B. That's, that's just great. Your real, real strong contribution. Real strong, real strong. Uh, uh, no, I've never had someone measure my perineum and, uh, and Fish B, you go ahead and you go ahead and Google image that, uh, if, if, if you want, I, uh, I'll refrain from it, but, uh, have all the, have all the fun you want, uh, perusing uh, those photos. I had, uh, what did I talk about at the psychologist today? Is there no privacy? Is, is there none left? Does my entire life have to be an open book? It, it does. Uh, okay. Uh, we talked about the revelation of me finally and uh, in a full-throated manner coming out of my uh, disability closet, as we've dubbed it. And uh, so, so we had to talk about that. And then we also talked about, because behind the scenes here, and this has been going on for the better part of two weeks now, which is longer than something like this would usually last, but my bipolar illness, I am significantly yo-yoing, like every single day, like two, three times a day. I could wake up normal and then go depressed and then be manic and then end up depressed by the end of the day or wake up manic and then have a depressive episode and then, then normal. It's just, it's all over the place and I constantly feel like the ground is shifting underneath my feet. It's very difficult to make sense of my surroundings or sometimes to collect my thoughts. It's... uh so we talked about that and whether or not I'm pushing myself too hard. And that's kind of a wait-and-see situation. What's next? Do you really think you are smarter than the average Trump voter? Hmm... Well, let me say there are lots of smart Trump voters, right? There just has to be. There just has to be. Like, like I know some. I, I know people, they're Trump voters, and, and, and they're smart. And I 
don't consider myself to be a smart person. I occasionally am wise, but I don't necessarily consider myself to, 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 to be smart. I got like 900 on my SAT. I didn't try, but I got 900. That's not the score of a smart person. Uh, but am I smarter than the average Trump voter? Candidly? I mean, you've seen the rally footage. You've seen the... What do you think? You've seen the rally footage? Uh, I'll probably get in trouble for this, but uh, I'm, I'm fairly confident, which often gets me in trouble, but I'm fairly confident that I am, in fact, smarter than the average Trump voter. Sorry. What's next? If Bloomberg is the nominee, is he seriously going to pick Hillary Clinton as his running mate? No, 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 and no. Can I make myself any more clear? No, he's not going to pick Hillary. The fact that this is news at all blows my mind. He's trolling the Republicans and he's trolling social media in general. Michael Bloomberg is more likely to pick former Alaska governor Sarah Palin than he is to pick Hillary Clinton. Don't worry about that if that's something. In, I, I could go for Bloomberg. I don't mind the plutocrat. I don't mind stop and frisk. I don't mind the racism, the misogyny. But the Hillary VP thing has me second guessing everything. Uh, don't worry about that. That's not happening. What's next? How probable is the story that Trump would pardon WikiLeaks' Julian Assange if he lied and covered for the Russians? Now, this is kind of a, kind of a complex story. Uh, it, it came out, uh, the source of the story is none other than Julian Assange's lawyer, and we're talking about the DNC hack, the Democratic National Committee, the DNC hack during the election of 2016. Uh, the, the cutout, the go-between here between WikiLeaks and Trump was allegedly one Dana Rohrbacher. Uh, if you don't know that name, don't worry. This allegedly happened in 2017 after Trump was elected. Dana Rohrbacher is a former congressman from California. And the old running joke about Dana Rohrbacher that's not so funny is he's Vladimir Putin's favorite congressman. Not really a title one should aim for, but that's the legend of Dana Rohrbacher and how he figures into this. Uh, Trump spokesperson, uh, Stephanie Grisham, says Trump doesn't even know Dana Rohrbacher, but they say that about everybody, and then it turns out that they definitely know. The question is, what does Assange and what does his lawyer, what do they get out of lying about this? What is their motivation for talking to the media and telling them, oh yeah, Trump dangled us a pardon too, but only if we're willing to lie and say that the DNC hack that we published on WikiLeaks didn't come from Russia. Is it the truth? Or is Julian Assange and his lawyer, are they being played for pawns and suckers 
for some government wanting to get back in Trump or America for some reason currently unknown. And I don't know. And oh, there is Isaiah's music just in time. As always, the final question of the fishbowl comes from our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah, the tiny player, who writes today, Are aliens or fish bees family responsible for the mysterious radio signal from deep space repeating every 16.35 days precisely? Yeah, this uh, this story is weird. This is a uh, it's a single source that's half a billion light years away. Uh, they're measuring measuring FRBs or fast radio bursts. In case you are like me and don't know the acronym FRB. Now, this could be the rotation of a star doing something that astronomers currently don't know that stars can do. Or it's aliens making contact or just trying to Bluetooth their planet fitness app or something involving the child from the Mandalorian or it has something to do with Fishby that is yet to be determined. I guess we'll find out. Thank you for the question, Isaiah. And now, my friends, it is time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale, Kick It Fishby. Sales of legal cannabis rose to $12 billion in 2019. And on behalf of me and my friends, you're welcome. Facebook overlord Mark Zuckerberg reportedly has his armpit situation attacked by assistants with blow dryers before speaking in public. And that's so Silicon Valley, the HBO show and the stereotype. And yet still a better gig than Hope Hicks' former position on the Trump campaign. Stranger Things actress Millie Bobby Brown turned 16 years old and she already got her wish. Hopper lives. A stupid website accidentally published the wrong gravesite for Kobe and Gianna Bryant. And so this random other family's burial plot is being bombarded with fans and gifts and trinkets. And as they say in the mistake business, whoops. Rush Limbaugh revealed that Trump personally called him after his homophobic Mayor Pete diatribe and told him never to apologize, never. And that guy's the president of these United States. The Shamrock Shake, which sounds like a Conor McGregor finishing move and a horrible dance, is a beverage back at McDonald's and my parents could be more thrilled. They love McDonald's. Trump's approval rating is at an all-time high at 46%, and that's bad that he's climbing, and that's good that it's still his top number ever is only 46%. And lastly, the new Frontline documentary on PBS Amazon Empire, The Rise and Reign of Jeff Bezos, is a must-watch for everyone. It's so good, and you can watch it for free anytime at pbs.org. And no, I am not a compensated endorser. It's just, uh, it's just really, really, really well done. And I know you like documentaries. I know you're into that shit, so there you go. Thank you so much for hanging out and subscribing or following or whatever, supporting the show. You give me the inspiration to get out of bed every single day. 
Uh, we can be found on social media at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne or even bobsfishbowl.com. Tomorrow, we again attempt to achieve the impossible. TBT action. 17 questions in 17 minutes. But that's the next show. Say adios, Fishbee.